0: Militarily Speaking, Episode 3, Armed Services YMCA with Tim Nye.
1: This episode, we talk with Tim Nye from Armed Services YMCA and discuss how it helps the military community and, Tom, play the Military Minute. What's the Military Minute? Later.
0: Welcome to Militarily Speaking, brought to you by Armed Forces Bank. This is Tom McLean, and I'm here with my co-host, Jody Vickery. Hello, Hello. again. This is getting
1: old. (laughs) Uh, Well, welcome to our show. We're excited to have you listening and learning about the Armed Services YMCA and to share our Military Minute answer from our last episode. Our guest today is Tim Nye. He is the Executive Director for the Armed Services YMCA. Tim is a veteran. Thank you for your service, Tim. He served eight years in the United States Marine Corps. Today, Tim leads the San Diego Armed Services YMCA, and the ASYMCA, I will tell you, Tom, is an amazing organization, and the more you learn about it, the more you appreciate that. They provide free or low-cost programs and services for military children, spouses, and the military family unit. I can't think of something that could be more important. And today, they have over 25,000 military members. Volunteers have donated over 112,000 hours to wow. support the ASYMCA's Big organization. Number. Yeah. yeah. And so we just want to welcome you, Tim, today and say thank you for your service to our country and no doubt your continued service to the military community through your work with ASYMCA. And with that, we'll, we'll go ahead and dive in. So welcome.
2: Oh, yeah. Great. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm real excited to be here. So can't wait to get started.
1: Great. You know, I think our listeners would find it really interesting, Tim, just to get a little bit of backstory on ASYMCA. Uh, you know, I think a lot of folks that may not live in a military community might be familiar with the YMCA but may not understand how the ASYMCA fits in and how it came to be. So maybe just a, a brief bit of backstory on the organization.
2: For sure. I mean, to be very candid, there's a lot of confusion about who we are and how we relate to the regular Y. And even as a military member, if you talk to many veterans and current active duty, they haven't heard of the armed services Y. And so it's almost like a branding issue, if you will, yet we do so many amazing programs and services Matter of fact, we're actually in 12 branches across the nation and have existed since 1861. And we're one of the few nonprofits that actually has a memorandum of understanding, an MOU with the Department of Defense. We're one of actually five. And we have been around for a very long time, 1861. In fact, Abraham Lincoln was our first donor, which is a kind of a nice little trivia because we had volunteers on the battlefield aiding with Coffee, letter writing, prayers, bandages, and they're recognized by Abraham Lincoln, who left some funds with the YMCA, hence the connection between the two organizations. We're the military arm of the YMCA, and that's the connection of the fourth pillar of the Y. But one of the ways in which we're uniquely different is 99.9% of who we serve are active duty military members and their families. And the second way in which we're different is that we're really grassroots fundraising. We don't have you know membership fees and high costly camp fees. Everything is actually free to the families or at a very, very low cost to help cover some of the programming itself. But once again, the Armed Services YMCA is 99.9% serving the military and really a grassroots organization founded in 1861 and right here in San Diego, 100 years. And what's interesting about that was that was just after the Spanish Flu, the last pandemic, and actually one year after Naval Base got started, 1919, here in San Diego.
0: Wow, it's
2: a great, great bit of history.
0: Mm-hmm. Tim, the next question statistics show that 29% of junior enlisted military families say they are food insecure. And the, the fun fact about me was I had the pleasure of being out in San Diego a couple of years ago to participate in a food distribution and boy was the demand front and center. And, and to be able to walk in the footsteps of the people that are benefiting from your program was probably both emotional and it was uplifting to know all the volunteers that are out there taking care of our military. But the, the, follow-up for, for this question is, what types of support does the ASYMCA provide through the Food Assistance and Emergency Food Relief for Military Families program? So, yeah, like I said, we're familiar with the program, but why don't you let our listeners know a little bit more backstory on that too?
2: You know, this is really, really important to talk about, especially for the listeners who are just hearing this for the first time. And let me just say, as a nonprofit professional, it's, it's easier for us to raise money on food insecurity. That's just the reality of things. And as the former chief operations officer at Feeding San Diego, I could have food distributions all over San Diego. We are home to the largest concentration of military in the world due to the Pacific Pivot. That's a focus on the South China Pacific Seas. All of that said, it's really, really important to note because a listener may say, oh my gosh, we have military that are food insecure. That's just not right. We don't pay them enough. That's the easy sort of thinking or thought process on this. But the reality is, is that military members generally, when they do the research and the studies with, with COLA and BAQ and things of that nature, they are actually paid a livable wage. Where it gets very complex is a lot of the military members are younger. They're in their 20s. They have young families, maybe you know two or three children, and they may have bought you know, an expensive vehicle. We know that there's a high cost of childcare, roughly $1,000 per child, even higher in San Diego. And the rents are skyrocketing. We got inflation, high gas prices. So the problem is actually getting a bit worse. It's challenging in the area. So it really comes down. Hunger is an economic issue and it's very complex. It's, it's all around education, workforce development, cost-effective childcare, financial literacy, And actually cooking, learning how to cook because it's so easy to go get fast food or get something like this, but cooking at home and shopping correctly actually can save a family quite a bit of money. So our food program is, we call it Distribution with Dignity, right? Because it's fast, it's efficient, but also it's a gateway to our other programs and services. And to your earlier point, folks like you guys will come out and you'll, what I call, wrap your arms around the military family and provide them that love and support serving those who serve our great nation.
0: Well said. Good answer. Thank you.
1: And just to make sure that we don't forget at the end of the podcast, are there specific ways, whether they're in San Diego in your footprint, or maybe near another ASYMCA, that if people are hearing this for the first time, either as individuals or companies, that they can contribute to that effort?
2: Yes. And so what I want you to know, and I think that the folks listening will appreciate this, is that it doesn't take a lot of funds to run something like this because we partner with the Feeding San Diego and also San Diego Food Bank. And so the the food is actually at almost zero cost. And so really then we staff it with volunteers. It takes one staff member to facilitate 24 distributions a year. And so with with the support of volunteers, right? So it doesn't take a lot of funds to run the program. And so that motivates a lot of donors who say, wait a second, I can make a small gift you know, 25 or or $100 and really make a large impact for these military families. And actually, as you know, they can also volunteer. So they can go to our website, which is asysd.org. Again, asysd.org. Or they can go to our national website, the Armed Services YMCA of the USA, and they can find a local branch near them to to go out and participate or contribute. Okay,
1: great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, for sure. Kind of one more piece on that topic. You know, I'm, I'm a military family myself. My husband's a 20-year retired soldier. It's a proud community. So how, how do you approach that with things like this? I think it'd be difficult perhaps sometimes for people to, to admit that they might need this kind of assistance or help. So how do you help them gain comfort with, with reaching out to the Y, ASYMCA, and asking for this assistance?
2: Well, I mentioned earlier distribution with dignity. And so the, the family will register in our software program which means they're guaranteed a spot. It reduces the anxiety. They're probably going to wait 10 minutes or less. It's a drive-through distribution. We have music that's playing in the background. We have jovial volunteers. We have Starbucks that usually shows up serving coffee and other sort of refreshing drinks. And then we have other nonprofits that are natural partners. So believe it or not, it's like a fun, festive community distribution or a farmer's market almost. It's a really an engaging sort of situation where they're welcomed. And they were so happy to see us. And if you haven't done this before, the military families are so appreciative. But to your earlier point, nobody wakes up on a Thursday and says, I can't wait to go get in a food line. That's why, you know, military spouse unemployment was 30% during the pandemic. And so it's really about cost-effective childcare. And also getting those military spouses the education, workforce development, or literally opportunities for them to go back to work. And what we call, I say, elevate that family or our brand promise is to strengthen the military family, right? So that's, think of this, it's, do you want to distribute food or do you want to grow that family out of the food line, right? We don't want to grow those lines, get families out of the line. Really important.
1: I think that's a great distinction about your program perhaps from others as well. And it's actually a great segue, Tom, into some other areas I think we wanted to touch on today related to military spouses.
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, shifting gears just a little bit, Tim, we we talked, you and I and Jody talked earlier last month, We we talked with you about the Military Spouse Symposium in San Diego. So share with our listeners, if you would, a little bit about that unique event for military spouses. It is a, seems to me like it's a great forum.
2: You know, it really is. I have to tell you, all of our programs and services are full. We really, really focus on quality for what we're doing. And frankly, we got a lot of good support for the Military Spouse Symposium. And what really inspired, well, just a little bit about it. We had a fashion show by Nordstrom's, and they do clothing as well. And we had resume writers. We had some creative artwork going on, some things of this nature. We had speakers that were, you know, military spouses from base commanders And also just strong, strong, powerful women in our community, you know, that come out and talk to all the military spouses. But what's really inspiring is we had a U-shape, a large U-shape of companies like yourself, and military spouses were literally being hired on that day, turning their resume in and actually getting hired by really great companies. So I felt like it's where the rubber meets the road. And we're going to have another one coming up soon. It's going to have some financial education and things around it. just how to utilize those VA benefits because sometimes the service members, that sort of thing. That's wonderful. That
1: gave me goosebumps hearing about spouses getting hired on the spot.
2: It's, it's one thing to like do something for the sake because you think it's a good idea, but getting something done with high quality is everything. You know, so good. So Tim,
0: date to be determined. Is that right?
2: It is. It is to be determined, but we'll certainly get it out to you really soon. So we're looking forward to that event in in the near future.
0: And you can put another plug in for your website if you'd like.
2: Yeah. Actually, if folks want to learn more, they go to asysd.org, asysd.org, or they can just Google Armed Services YMCA. Now, we are the San Diego branch. We're nationwide. Bill French, our CEO, has plans to expand. I think Tampa Bay and, and Washington State are on the list of places to go. But what I really am excited about, I'm flying to Washington, D.C. tomorrow. I'm part of a strategic planning team with our national board and our national executive team. And we are literally planning the future of this organization. So, you know, started in 1861, but it's really important that you don't focus on your past or even your present. You focus on who you're going to be in the future. And we are going to be an organization that really emphasizes strengthening the military family through you know, solving food insecurity, focusing on that, but also childcare and most likely mental health. And I want to say something briefly about childcare. Usually when people hear the phrase childcare, they think of dropping my kid off so I can go to work or a place where a kid will be watched by, you know, and hopefully in a safe, engaging environment. What we're doing is a little bit different because we're focusing on the development of that child. So you'll say child development, but I even mean beyond that, where we take a child in our care we do character building skills. we're doing stem activities. i mean if, if you're if you're a parent, any of you here, you want to leave your your child somewhere where they feel a lot of love and attention and they come out better. and so our can you imagine the stress of a family if we can get all their homework done and activities and elevate that child in the classroom, then that's great for a parent.
1: That would be amazing yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, as a parent, I, w- I would do that yes. <laughs> So that, that's really interesting that you bring up the DC trip and the strategic planning that's going on. It, it seems like ASYMCA is doing a very good job of being aligned nationally, but applying it uniquely where you are in your individual market. So I do want to highlight one more thing about your local San Diego location that you had shared with us previously that I thought was just such a cool opportunity for that, for that military community you serve there. And that's that Horse of the Sun Ranch. I'd love for you to share with our listening audience a little bit about that, how it came to be, and I know that there are, are big plans for it as well as you move ahead. Yeah, so,
2: so I have an executive MBA from San Diego State University, and we had a call from a gentleman named Jerry Hall, and he wanted to donate a ranch, and the first thing I thought of is, wow, ranches are expensive, and the truth is, I was right. I drove up there, I looked around, and I made some notes. And I thought to myself, I don't know if my national office is going to buy off on this, and I don't know if we can pull it off. And as I was leaving, I walked over, and there's a horse named Hank that just walked over me, looked at me with those big horse eyes and was breathing, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I looked, and I said, you know what, we're going to do this. And so I did all the research, and wouldn't you know it, Mr. Hall donated the ranch, and I said, if this doesn't work, what can we do? And he goes, Tim, you can sell it and use the money for any of your programs, how generous. It was $1.7 million donation from the horses and all the facilities. And so the pandemic hit and talked about an amazing place, 33 acres, 11 horses, and you can go outside without your mask on if you're with your family. And so that program was 100% full and today remains full. We're doing horseback riding lessons there that sustain the ranch. We're able to reduce the budget without cutting quality. And we're doing family ranch days. Now, also really important about the ranch, the Horse of the Sun Ranch, is because of the nature of the gift, I decided that we will operate programs for military there and first responders and such, but also that ranch is a ranch for all. So it's almost like for San Diego, like a Bates Nuts farm where, you know, everybody to enjoy it, essentially. So ours on paper, but it's everyone's ranch, including yours. Well,
1: I think that sounded like an invitation, Tom.
0: And that's every day of the year.
1: (laughs) Yes, we'll, we'll be there as soon as the next flight lands.
0: You know, for selfish reasons, Tim, with my Armed Forces Bank locations, certainly you've got satellite offices, you've got affiliate offices. We talked last time about locations in Fort Leonard Wood, which is in Missouri, inside of El Paso, Texas, which is just outside of Fort Bliss, from Fort Huachuca to Travis Air Force Base in California, Fort Carson in Colorado, Fort Drummond, New York. And finally, Joint Base lewis McCord up in the Seattle, Washington area. Those are the places where we have operated locations for years. And it's just great that you've got affiliate locations or locations just outside of our Armed Forces Bank market. So it's pretty cool. And so what I wanted to ask you, Tim, is that if people want to roll up their sleeves and take themselves away from the San Diego market for a minute, how can our people get involved if they wanted to do some local work for some of the local affiliate locations?
2: I mean, there's there's so many ways. I mean, I think for the, the listener now, they could simply go to our, our national website, asymca.org. And on there, it'll actually show all the locations of the various branches and also of the branch affiliates. And the branch affiliates are really just folks that are executing the programs and services that support our military members and their families. And honestly, to me, there's not enough we can do. So if they go there to that website, they can find great locations to to volunteer, to make a small donation. But I'd say, you know what, roll up your sleeves, go volunteer, and just learn more about what we're doing.
0: I encourage our associates that work for Armed Forces Bank to do the same. Just look in your backyard because there are places where we can help serve our military communities. And while we're biased towards Armed Services YMCA, because you're our guest today, Tim, we certainly know that we can give back in many different ways. And one of the quotes I read about you, which was pretty awesome, you said the service member enlists, but the whole family serves, right? I thought that was right on point.
2: Yeah. It is you know, I was a Marine Corps sergeant. I deployed to twenty-three different countries, and you know, single father, many many of that uh, time period. But what I will tell you is that it takes a very special, special person to be a military spouse. And oftentimes they're a single parent managing the entire household. The young children, you know, they don't know, they don't fully understand why their service member, their mom or dad is deployed. In the adult's mind, we say things, well, well, they're serving the country. But for a young child, their father's not there, their mother's not there for their birthday or all the stress. And some of the military spouses won't even tell them, their spouses, you know, some of the stress that's going on, they're really holding it all together. And that's where we come together to, to uh, provide that support.
0: Thank you, Tim. And it's so appropriate to have you on as our guest today because it is the month of the military child, which is the whole month of April. So I know just like retailers think Christmas and the holiday season is a big deal, well, this is a big deal. Next month is May, which is Military Appreciation Month. So certainly every day we want to find ways to support our military families. And certainly you're at the head of the table, Tim, for what you do for our military service members and their families every day. I went to your website and if everybody saw what I saw, you read some interesting stats out there for PCS moves. Kids will move six to nine times from birth through the 12th grade. That's a lot of movement. When you look at the isolation numbers out there, 43% of military families feel isolated from their communities. You also talk about the unemployment rate for military spouses. And we've had this discussion before, Tim, probably 24% on average on the unemployment side. But during the pandemic, that spiked. And then 40% of military children are on free or reduced price lunch programs. 39% of military families experience long-term duty-related separations. And then the final stat, which is terrible to read, but I understand that it's prevalent, seven in 10 military parents struggle to find affordable and accessible childcare. So you tell the story, right? When you hit your homepage, right front and center on the website, it hits home with a lot of people. And for those that want to donate or do want to give, certainly those stats tell me there is a need and you are filling an unmet need out there by filling those gaps. Jody and I both appreciate what you do every single day. By the way, safe travels tomorrow. You got some great events coming up. We're looking forward to those. Is there anything else you want to tell our listeners before we end today's podcast? either about the organization or about an upcoming event or anything that's on your mind?
2: The one thing that comes to mind is when we, when we came on, you, you thanked me for my service and, and I would go do it all over again. But what I always say is there's more than one way to serve your country. It's not just the military. It could be going to college or just doing what's right for this country and making it a better place. And one of those things is volunteering in our community and making a gift or a donation to support our military. So I'm just really grateful for Armed Forces Bank for stepping up, for giving us this uh, opportunity.
1: All right, listeners, we've ran into a few technical difficulties today, which unfortunately cut off the end of Tim's goodbye.
0: Who didn't pay the bill?
1: I'm sure it wasn't me, but we would definitely want to say that despite that, we are very appreciative of Tim's time today to talk with us about the ASYMCA.
0: I think one of the best parts of our discussion with Tim today was he really did a nice job talking about his organization to wrap up the show, but he also commented on how much he appreciates what Armed Forces Bank does in the communities where we serve around the country. And it may not be just the YMCA. It may be with food drives. It may be with book drives. It may be random acts of kindness. It may be with just recognizing our military families and participating in events all around the installations and supporting MWR, supporting our retail partners out there. So I appreciate and applaud Tim, for recognizing what we do at Armed Forces Bank every single day.
1: We are very appreciative.
0: Jody, guess what?
1: What? It's that time. What time would that be, Tom?
0: Military minute.
1: Ah, I was waiting for the germ roll.
0: So this is, again, this is where we throw out a military item of interest, perhaps some trivia, maybe a little jargon, maybe some current events we discuss here on our Facebook and Instagram accounts, but... We don't give you the correct answer until next time on the show, Jody, so they have to listen next time. It may even come from this this episode's conversation. This is where it gets fun. So if you know the answer to the Military Minute question, share it on the comments of this episode's social media post, and you, plus a charity of your choice, could each win $50. And when you say you, you mean me? Not you. Not me. No, just me. But you're eligible in three episodes, minus the other two we just had, then you're going to have... All right,
1: that's way too confusing.
0: Last week's Military Minute, remember what last week's Military Minute was, Jody? I do. It was, what's Military Saves 30-40-30 plan? What does that mean, the 30-40-30 plan? The answer is 30% past, 40% present, and 30% future. So that first 30%, Jody, is use of your savings to pay off some outstanding debts or catch up on bills. So that's the past, right? Then you go back to the present, kind of fast forward to the present from the past, right? And you pay your current expenses. And then the remaining 30% is what happens in the future and how you're gonna build or establish a savings account for some unplanned emergencies that come up or something you wanna save, whether it's for vacation or graduation, Anything that's coming your way.
1: So when I get my tax refund, I'm not supposed to go shopping is what you're telling me. Right. Got it. I'll follow the 30-40-30 plan instead. All right. So if you think you answered correctly when you posted about the 30-40-30 plan on last episode's post, watch our social media feed and we'll announce the winner soon. And if we're going to fast forward to this week's Military Minute, you guessed it. The topic is going to be about the ASYMCA. Thanks to all the great information that Tim Nye just shared with us, Tom. And the ASYMCA is what? The Armed Services YMCA. That's not the Military Minute, though. Right. So the,
0: (laughs) the Military Minute is the question we ask that's related to the podcast with Tim Nye. Yes. And so what's that question today?
1: So this week's Military Minute, who was the first donor to the ASYMCA?
0: Wow. In what year? 1861 long time ago they just had their 150th anniversary didn't they
1: they did i was not alive i know you're gonna ask well, but i was not but alive
0: five, five years later came jody vickery yes jody the other name
1: i came over on the mayflower which <laughs> is what we're talking about here okay so okay enough of that calling me old if you think you know the answer to who was the first donor to the asymca 1861 circa then watch for this episode to drop and make sure you like comment and share your answer to that question. And then listen next time to our podcast and we will give you the answer one. And then we'll announce the winner on our social media feeds. And we just want to say thanks again to Tim Nye for spending time with us today. And I know he mentioned his website, but we want to mention it again for him at least one more time. You can go to www.asysd.org for the San Diego location or asymca.org to learn more about the national organization.
0: I thought it was great information. I hope our listeners will benefit from that, which they will. And if you enjoyed today's episode, go out to afbank.com and subscribe to the show, if you haven't already, because I think we're up to nine followers now. No, it was four last time. I know. So from a percentage standpoint, that's 225% increase. So, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so you can go subscribe to our show there, and you can also rate us and leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform excellent I enjoy these don't you I do okay
1: I do until next time
0: see ya